Yo, what it do, guys? We are back with another episode of the Ballers Pockets Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Luke. And I'm Lindsay. And yes, we added a third member to help us with this Ballers Buckets podcast because we can't talk among ourselves because Luke likes to stutter sometimes. But today we'll be go- going over season predictions for both the Western Conference and Eastern Conference. But before we get to that, how have you been? Oh, yeah, I'm all right. Just going through everyday life. Lindsay, how you going, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? John? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I don't know why you sound like Aussies for some reason. But Cause anyway... Because I'm meant to. Anyways, that doesn't concern me. The NBA season is underway beginning with the preseason. We look back at the teams who made the playoffs, starting with the East. So what's your take, Linz, on the East? So, yeah, so for the East, I feel that uh, Giannis and the Bucks are going to hold their position at the first seed. I feel... Durant and Ky- uh, Kyrie are going to push the Nets up to the second seed with the Celtics holding the third seed. I think that the 76ers will stay with the fourth seed. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll go to the fourth seed with the Heat remaining at the fifth seed. Raptors going down to the sixth seed. Pacers staying in the playoffs at the seventh seed. And the Wizards with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill pushing their way into the eighth seed. Interesting take. Interesting. Luke? I guess, yeah, the East is pretty clear-cut in terms of that top seven. Um, obviously, the eight seed can change. I think, obviously, the Bucks are going to take that one seed again. Like Lynn said, you know, it's going to be a beast. Uh, Drew Holiday coming in to run the offense in that team. Um, then the Nets with KD and Kyrie, are gonna, I think they're going to form a nice duo in the NBA. Um, you've seen in preseason, KD's back. Uh, I think Philly will take that three seed. Obviously, some roster changes there um, are going to help them a lot. Obviously, with spacing around Simmons and Embiid. Um, At the four seed, I'm going to take Boston. Uh, I think they might start the season slow. We've seen it in preseason in terms of the point guard position uh, without Kemba. So, he's not back till January, I think. So, I guess they're going to miss him for a bit in terms of uh, leadership and ability. Uh, at this five seed, I'm going to take Miami. Obviously, they had a good run, good run in the bubble. Uh, but I think they might drop off a bit. They're still a good team. But uh, at the sixth seed, I'm going to take the Raptors. Obviously, they lost a bit like with Ibaka and Marcus Gasol up front. So, I think they might fall off a little bit. They'll still definitely make the playoffs. Uh, still got a number of good players. At the seven seed, uh, take the Pacers. Obviously, they're up a bit higher. Um, at the end of last season, they got a decent team, but I think regular season-wise, I don't think they'll be able to compete with the top six. And the eight seed, I'll, I'll go with the Wizards as well. Obviously, Beal and Westbrook are going to form a nice duo, I think. Uh, Bradley Beal's developed into a superstar, and hopefully Russ can find that MVP form that sort of went missing a little bit last season. But yeah, I don't think anyone else below them is a real contender for that playoff spot. Mm. Interesting takes by both of you. Obviously, with the East sort of interchanging, I guess you can say, with 
big moves. Obviously, Westbrook going to Washington, Gordon Hayward going to Charlotte, but and Atlanta making some great moves for for the future. But the one thing, yeah, great moves by by both those teams. So starting off at one, Milwaukee, obviously with Giannis and the asset of Drew Holiday coming in, I think they will stay on top. I think that's what Giannis needs. He needs that that point guard, I guess you can say. Is he playing point guard? Yeah. This this yeah, he should be. Yeah. He's playing he's playing point guard this season. So obviously Drew is a fantastic player. I think that's what Milwaukee needs. I think he will fit in the system with Mike Budenholzer. At the two, probably, I think you'll like this, Luke, Philly. Philly, just because Doc Rivers is a great coach. I would put Steve Nash, at, I would put Brooklyn at second, but the only concerning thing is Steve Nash is just a rookie coach. We we have less, ex- we have, we had an experience back in 2015 when David Blatt came in as a rookie coach, coaching LeBron James. But that's a different story. Obviously, Brooklyn will be at third, like I said. Fourth, probably Miami. Obviously, having that great run in the playoffs, making to the finals, unfortunately did not win. Overshadowed by the lake, by LeBron's Lakers and AD. At, at fifth, Boston. They will miss out on having Kemba, but... With the rise of Jason Tatum becoming a super all star into a star, I think that will happen. And also, Jalen Brown fulfilling his potential at the six. I'd say Indiana. Just, be, just, just, just if Victor Oladipo becomes his former all-star self and seventh Toronto because of Ibaka and Gasol departing ways obviously Ibaka going to Clippers and Gasol going to the Lakers it will be interesting now because now they have that big now they have a big hole at the five position yeah they got Baines but that does not really fulfill that Standard position they had in like they had in Gasol, so that'll be very interesting. And the eighth, I'm torn between Atlanta, Washington, and Charlotte, but obviously I'm going to go with Washington. Obviously with Westbrook coming to Washington, and Bill also becoming an All Star slash star. I think. Those two will lift the Wizards a bit, but we'll see how it plays out. All right, moving over to the West now. So the West last year, Lakers at one, Clippers at two, Nuggets at three, Houston at four, OKC at five, Utah at six, Dallas at seven, Portland in at eight. So... Who's getting in and who's getting kicked out? We'll start with you, John. All right. The West this year. This is interesting. There's no shadow of a doubt that the Lakers... No. That the Lakers will top the number one seed. Obviously, with 
making moves this offseason with Dennis Schroeder, Montrezl Harrell, and Marc Gasol. Those three will definitely help the Lakers probably win another championship. Probably. At the two spot. Yep, someone's gonna. I feel like someone's gonna kill me for this. I'll put Denver at two. They're a young roster. They're a young roster. Obviously, with Jokic becoming a star now, Jamal Murray fulfilling, becoming his, fulfilling his full potential, Michael Porter Jr. also reaching his potential. You can't go wrong, and with a great coach in Mike Malone. You can't really go wrong with Denver. At the three, the Clippers. Obviously, with Tyron Ludas their head coach, they now got PG, Kawhi, Sergi Barker. Now that Montreal's left, they have that shot block now, that shot block player, and also Pat Bev. So, that's not much I can really say about the Clippers. Number four. Utah, I mean, Utah was close. But obviously, they did lose that lead in the first round last playoff. So, yeah. And also with Donovan merging in as a superstar. Or star, I should say. We could see amazing things from Utah. And also with Gobert as well. And Mike Conley in the picture. At the five... Houston, I don't know where Houston's head at is right now. Obviously, with James Harden um wanting to contend with another team, but if that does happen, which we'll talk about later in another segment, they still have John Moore and Boogie. Obviously, with that Kentucky reunion, and also they have a young Christian Wood, so maybe if I don't know really where Houston's head right is right now, but we'll see what happens. Six. Um, Dallas. Dallas. Dallas is right there. Dallas will be there. Um, Ozzy with Luca and Kristaps, but yeah, that's about it. Seventh. I might take flack for this. I'll put Golden State. Just for the fact that, yeah, they got James Wiseman, Kelly Oubre, and Andrew Wiggins. They've also got Wiseman, like I said earlier. Like I said, they don't have Clay Thompson, which is why I put them at a lower seed, at a seven seed. Because they don't have that shooting guard anymore for the for the season. At eight, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, um, Oklahoma, Portland. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with Dame and CJ. You can't really go wrong with them, and also with Melo on there. And yeah, that, that's my prediction on the West this season. So I'll go with you, Luke. Yeah, um, I guess I could see something similar with that with that Western Conference. Obviously, the Lakers. Can't go past them for number one seed. Um, 
Obviously, I think the Clippers will drop down a bit further than two where they were last year. And I like your take on the Nuggets too. They got a good team. Um, obviously, saw Jamal Murray's playoff run. He was phenomenal. And then obviously, Jokic is the best passing big man in the NBA at the moment. Um, at the three seed, I guess it's tough. I guess there's more room for movement in that Western Conference than there's the East. Um, I don't like the Clippers at three. I think that's a little too high. I think they're still going to have those battle scars from last season. It's just a matter of whether Paul George can wake up from that slumber that he had in the playoffs. Um, but I think I'm going to have to... I, I might have to take him at three, but obviously with the West, there's room, room for movement. Um... The Rockets won't take that four seed. There's too much, too many issues going on there. I think you got a good team. They definitely going to be a playoff team. Maybe that five seed, um, but I think just the chemistry issues. James Harden's been out for a little bit, but I think uh, Demarcus and John Wall are going to form a nice duo there alongside James Harden. Christian Woods, an underrated player, he was sensational for Detroit after they traded Drummond last season. Um, so I guess, yeah, so I took Clippers at three. Houston at five. I've skipped four. I'm not sure I could put who I could put there. Maybe if they stay healthy, I think Luca and the Mavs, um, as long as Kristaps stays on the court, you saw what those two could do, could do together last season. Luka, Luka Doncic is... A superstar. He's going to be MVP conversation oh, sure. this season. Yeah, so I think they could take that four seed, adding the wing def- three and D wing in Josh Richardson. Fix up fixes their defense problem on the wing as well. Um, move down to six. I think Utah. Um, obviously, you got Mitchell and Gobert there. They're a nice duo as well. Um, at seven, the Blazers. I think. Portland made those nice moves to pick up a guy like Robert Covington. Um, they've re-signed Mello. Nurkic will be there for the whole season. He was pretty good in the bubble in his time back. Uh, they also re-signed Rodney Hood. R- Rodney Hood, he was a big part of that playoff run in 2018-19. Uh, um, and then the eight seed, I think Golden State will sneak in. Uh, it's tough to see. Uh, a team like Phoenix miss out, obviously bringing in Chris Paul, but I think Golden State will sneak in, just have that experience and redemption season of Steph Curry. Um, I think that's huge for Golden State moving forward, especially this season yeah. without Clay. Um, and he's got a younger team. Obviously, they developed stars last season without. Like, without Curry, Thompson and Durant and Draymond for half the time as well. They developed some nice role players. Like a guy like Eric Pascal, he's going to be huge off the bench for Golden State. But yeah, I think the West is more, a bit more wide open than the East, I think, this year. But I don't see too much fluctuation with those teams at the top. Linz? Your take on the West, Linz? Oh. Yo. oh, wow. 
Your take on yeah. the West? Yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so, yeah, uh, kind of similar, kind of different to what you guys had. Uh, but, yeah, I see, I see the Lakers holding the, fo- the first seed. Um, but, yeah, in my opinion, I think that Luke is just going to have a great season. I think that he's going to help the Mavs push up to the second seed. Um, yeah, and, like, similar to Luke, yeah, I, I see the Clippers holding the third seed. Um, I think that their just their star-studded lineup will just keep them in the in the in the top three. Um, yeah. So, uh, but then into the fourth seed, I think that I feel that Jokic has just um, turned into just a great, just a great competitor, especially against all these athletes. Even though he isn't the best athlete, he can still hold hold his own and can help lead the the Nuggets to the fourth seed. And then, then we have the fifth seed with the Rockets, in my opinion. Yeah, the Rockets, uh, they have their issues, but yet um, I feel that they can just come together and win win basketball games. But I feel that uh, their issues will, will get the best of them, so they're not going to get to the to the top four. So I think that they're going to hold the fifth seed. And then for the Jazz, I have the sixth in the sixth seed. Um so yeah, I just feel like with all this this packed West, I think that Donovan Mitchell is going to have to take an MVP type leap for them to get into championship contention. Um, yeah, so that, that's I think that the Jazz have a great team, great role players, but uh, yeah, they just always had that struggle getting past in the playoffs, and then. Then for the seventh and the eighth, I have, I don't have OKC and I don't have the Trailblazers in the in the top eight making the playoffs this year. I have the Warriors coming in at seventh. Um, I, I feel that even with Clay's injury, I think Curry coming back healthy, and and their and their lineup with the with the new young, new young Wiseman, I think that he can help a lot. With veteran Draymond Green, I feel that they can push in and surprise a lot of people. In, uh, a lot of people uh, making the seventh seed, and then in the eighth seed, I, I feel that Phoenix Suns can push themselves into the playoffs with with their with Chris Paul and and Devin Booker being being just a great superstar and a great entertainer. So yeah, that's First my time take. We've heard Phoenix, you know. In a while, yeah, yeah but I mean, they made those that big acquisition in the offseason with Chris Paul. But I think they definitely have the potential to make that playoff. It's just a matter of, I think, those lower playoff seeds in the West definitely have room to move. Um, I think those three teams will be in the playoff in the playing tournament um, Golden State, Portland, and Phoenix. So it's just a matter of who makes it into the top eight in the West. All right. Now, who will, be, who will have a breakout season now? Breakout season, anyone? Yeah, right. Okay, so my breakout player of the year, um, it's going to go down down to uh, – yeah, it's gonna, I'm going to give it to DeAndre Aiden. I feel that he's been 
a great player, a, a good player, a good young player. He's had his, he had a great season, like a good underrated season last year. Uh, but I feel that with the league guidance support of Chris Paul, he can help him push him into to one of the big, to one of the one of the great big men in the league um, for the future and and for Chris Paul's future as well. So. So Aiden, Aiden had 18 points, 11 and a half rebounds with almost two assists. So yeah, that's that's good for a young, a young uh, center. But I feel that Chris Paul's veteran leadership and guidance can help Aiden get to the next level. I feel he's going to have a breakout. I like season. that. That's nice. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah. Jalen Brown, obviously, he didn't get the recognition he probably deserved last season. He's a 20 point per game. Score for the Celtics. He can defend really well on, on that end as well. Um, he missed the All-Star game, but I think obviously Tatum got a lot of the credit last season. Obviously, he took that jump, but I think Jalen Brown is somewhat seen as, as an underrated player, in my opinion. Um, obviously, he's a good two-way player. Shoot the ball, score three levels. Um, yeah, I think he's going to have a similar season to what Tatum had last year. But yeah, I think He's gone unnoticed a little bit, but yeah, I had to take my bias hat off. So yeah, Jalen Brown for me. John, what's yours? Yo, this might shock you, Luke. I think the player that will have a breakout season is Ben Simmons. Not just because you're a Philly fan. He's under a good coach under Doc Rivers. We we know what Doc Rivers can do. To players, he can make them better. He made the so he brought a veteran Celtics team with Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, KG, and KG. They all brought a championship. When Doc went to the LA, he made DeAndre Jordan an all star, he made Blake Griffin reach his full potential, he made Chris Paul a leader. And if you go even way back, he coached Tracy McGrady. <clears throat> Tracy McGrady, when he was with Toronto, was only averaging probably like under 20. When he went to Orlando, where Doc Rivers coach, he made Tracy an all-star. He made him a scoring champ. And why I say Ben Simmons is a, could have a breakout season? Even though, yes, I know he's an all-star, I think he can... Like, become his own. He, I know people are saying he has to improve on his shooting, but to me, j- just to me, I don't think he needs to yeah. shoot because he's got all that talent around him. He can make everyone better. He, he's that point guard where he doesn't require the ball all the time. All he can, all he does, yeah, he can drive to the basket. Or if he's in a situation where he gets double teamed, he can just kick it out to someone or give it to MB. So I think Ben Simmons. Not just for the fact he's, I know he's an all star, but he can be better. That's what I mean, though. I, was, I, I would have taken that, but I think I had to look a bit outside the box. But yeah, I think he's led the league in three point assists in his last three seasons since he's been in the league. Um, and obviously, that was with okay, like good shooters. Now he's got Danny Green and Seth Curry, both 40% three point shooters on their whole career. So I think. They're huge acquisitions. Philly's committed to 
moving forward with Simmons and Embiid. Yeah, I like I like both your takes as well. Mm. Season awards, who's winning? Who's winning MVP? Who's winning Coach of the Year? Rookie of the Year? Most improved? DPOY Six Man of the Year? Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I'll start. Um, my Coach of the Year, I feel that um, I feel Brad Stevens. Uh, you know, they had they had Kemba Walker for the season last year, and I think that uh, they they just didn't have that that much time to to push forward into being a great team. But I feel that this year. They've had a season with each other. They can use this season and, and they can be great. I think Brad Stevens can use that uh, that star side lineup with the probably the two best wing play uh, wing combination uh, uh, in in Brown and Tatum. Tatum is going to develop from an all star into a superstar, which some people believe he already is, and and I believe that he'll be there. Um, and then you just got Kemba just being great, um, just you know making plays better, making. Making shots, I feel Brad Stevens is just going to help make this team push push forward into being um, another another franchise in Boston. Um, so yeah, I feel that that that's um, my coach of the year uh, for the most improved playoff. As I said, I think DeAndre Ayton is just going to take that extra step with Chris Paul's guidance, and then sixth man, I see I see uh, Dennis Schroeder. Interesting. Um, stepping up on on um, on the Lakers lineup, I feel you know he came off the bench last year. Uh, you know, bringing eighteen points and four four assists at OKC. Um, uh, you know, um, and then for yeah, for my rookie of the year, uh, I feel that Lamelo Ball, even though he hasn't had um, some of the performances of these rookies. In this post, in this preseason, I feel that give him a season, he's gonna do what he did down here in Australia. I feel that he's just gonna bring in like you know eighteen with six rebounds and almost ten assists. Um, I feel that you know he's gonna push to push to be that best rookie in that class, even though he was the third se- uh, the third pick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then for the de- de- uh, deep uh, defensive player of the year, I feel Anthony Davis is just gonna be he's just gonna be dominant. He's just going to be too dominant. I feel that uh, with Giannis taking away the defensive player of the year, he's going to feel that he's going to have a, a chip on his shoulder. If he, he probably felt that he could have taken that away. Um, but yeah, that's my opinion for defensive player of the year. And uh, you probably may have guessed this, but with with the with my opinion of, on the Mavericks taking the second seed in the West, I feel Luka Doncic is going to step up and and finally take take that MVP wow. step. <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah, I feel I feel Luka Doncic is going to be the 2020 2021 MVP in the NBA. Yeah. So yeah. Damn, that's a Luka. I mean, I can see it, but that that's it's a big, big take. take but, right yeah, there. I feel he's going to take that step. Luke. Um, I think I think if coach the year to Mike Malone. Um, obviously you saw Jamal develop in the postseason last season last year. Um, and I think he's going to le- help Jokic lead the Nuggets to that second seed in the West. And I think Mike Malone will take head coach of the year. Um, I mean, I have, to, I have to take my Philly hat off purely because I could give all. I, I think I'd give all the awards to Sixers personnel. Stop. I'm not being biased. That's why. That's why I went with Denver. I'm joking. What's my next award? Six yeah. man. 
Shaq yeah. Milton. Um, I think, obviously, we saw glimpses of him last season. He lit up the Clippers with 39, I think it was, without, and they were within, like, 10 points of uh, full-strength Clippers lineup without Simmons and Embiid for Philadelphia. Um, I think Doc Rivers, he's been impressed with him in preseason and training camp. Um, obviously, through the first two preseason games, he's gone out there and he's he's, he's gone and got buckets, Shake Milton. Um, and especially with, I think with Ben Simmons on the floor with him, uh, when certain players come off the court, I think Simmons will be able to get the ball out to Shake. Shake can shoot it. And he can also play, be that number one option with the second unit. Um, he can pass the ball and he's, He's a really good scorer. I think he's going to take that leap off the bench and lead the second unit, in my opinion. Um, most improved player. I think I'm going to go with Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I think, obviously, he wasn't the number Ooh. one option in OKC last season. Um, but I think being that main star without Chris Paul, without Gallo, um, I think he's going to take that next step. We saw glimpses of it last season. Um but yeah, I think he's definitely in the conversation for most improved player. Um, being that number one option, we know he can get buckets. So, and he has the potential to be a really good defender as well. Um, my next award, defensive player of the year. I'm going to take Ben Simmons uh, purely because he was fourth in voting last season. He led the league in steals. Obviously, bringing in Doc Rivers it will keep him more alert on both ends of the floor. But defensively, I think uh, Coach Rivers is going to help him reach his full potential. And I think he's going to turn, turn some heads. And he's going to consistently lock up the best player. He can lock up one through five as well. We saw it last year as well. Um, yeah. And then what else have I missed apart from MVP? Anything else? Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Uh, Lamelo Ball. I think similar what Linza said. I mean, his first few preseason games haven't been, I guess, great, but he's shown flashes of his potential. Um, in the last game, I think he's starting to get his shot going. But yeah, I think he's definitely number one in my books for rookie of the year. Obviously, it just depends on how each others, each of the other rookies perform in their respective systems and you know I'm going to take the same as Lindsay for MVP as well Luka Doncic um, the Mavs are going to have another good season another season of experience for Doncic um, and I think he's going to average wow. obviously close to a triple double if not be the first since Westbrook did it a couple of years ago Um I think he's going to have a really good year as well. Wow. Yeah, like you guys said. But for coach of the year, i got to go with Mike Malone. I mean, this guy does not get enough credit when it comes to coaching. He made Jokic a star. He brought Murray's potential. We saw glimpses of Michael Porter Jr. And... A glimpse of Bobo, so Bobo's that's my the coach of the year. Yeah, 
Most improved. I could go with Shea, but I'm just going to give it to Jamal Murray just because of his playoff run. Six man, Dennis Schroeder. Defensive player of the year. I could say Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi will get it. Kawhi, rookie of the year. Lamella Ball, an MVP. I'm going with Anthony Davis. Wow. AD. Yeah. It's a big take. Uh, but you saw in the playoffs with AD. You can't, yeah. you can't go wrong with yeah. it. It's a, I could have said Kevin Durant, to be honest. But, nah, jokes. Unless, but when I actually see him play, then maybe. All right. Before we move on. Who will meet in the finals? Meeting in the finals. Yeah, well, um, yeah, uh, I still feel that Giannis can be great in the in the in the regular season. He'll probably be the greatest. Have a great season, I mean. Uh, but I just don't see him getting his way to the finals this year. I feel that uh, the Nets with with such a uh, veteran and and a uh, veteran and, and and great NBA talent line up with Kevin Durant and Kyrie, who are both won championships. Uh, I, I feel that the Nets are going to push their way to the to the finals from the second seed, uh, and then in the West, I just yeah, I think that uh, I think that the Lakers are just going to be too good. Again this year, I think that they're going to meet uh, the Mavericks in the conference finals, and I just think that you know Lakers will be too good. Lakers and Nets in the finals, and yeah, KD and LeBron, KD, Kyrie, it's just going to be a great show for the NBA. Um, I think if you look at it, I think um, based on how I had my conference seedings. Um, I can't have a Philly and Brooklyn conference finals. Um, but I think I'm going to have Philly and uh, Milwaukee. I think, obviously, Giannis is a superstar. Uh, and he'll march his way through the playoffs for a little bit. But I think, I get, you know, obviously going to have that confidence in your own team. Um, so I think... Philadelphia's big off-season moves. Depending on health, I think they'll be able to get themselves to the finals against. And we move over to the West, I think. The Lakers, obviously, going to be that first team, first team in the conference finals. Um, I'll go to the Nuggets. I think, yeah, the I think they've got that power again. Obviously, they did it last season, and I had them as the two seed there. So I think they'll Ooh. get past um, the Clippers uh, during the playoffs. I think I had the Clippers at three. So I think they'll be able to get through there in the first round, obviously. And the Lakers will just be too good in the conference finals. Oh, so boy. Philly and oh, uh, Lakers NBA Finals 2021. 
Okay. I take. You can't really. You might have, like you said, you all have different opinions, but this finals, I think Giannis will have that season. He will go to the finals. I know he's a competitor. I don't think Giannis will doesn't want to lose again. I know as much as that hurts, hurts me to say that Giannis will go to the finals, but considering that Giannis hasn't like made it to his goal to win the finals, I think that's going to motivate him and make his himself stronger and also the team play better. And also, yeah, and Lakers obviously going to the finals again with LeBron and AD and all of the aspect, assets. And yeah, that's my finals matchup. And out of the, those, out of my matchup, I think the Lakers will win again and LeBron will have that fifth ring again, back to back. Well, moving on, moving on with that, if LeBron gets that fifth ring, where does that put him in the GOAT conversation with MJ? He needs to win one. He needs to win one more or really? pass him. Yeah, if he wants to be the goat, he needs to get past Michael's I mean, ring. Personally, I think if LeBron takes another ring, I think he's gonna surpass Michael Jordan. Like, obviously, he's had countless finals runs um, throughout his career, and he's gone up against some good teams. And most of the time, when he's lost. They've just had too much star power for him. Obviously, he went up against the Spurs. They had that, that big three, Ginobili, uh, TP, and Tim Duncan. Um, he led his Cavs team with close to nobody to the finals. Um, he lost two, two straight finals to the super team Golden State Warriors with Curry, KD, Clay, Draymond Green. Um and obviously this season, it was difficult, but he, he won another ring this year. He's got four rings. I think it's another one will just further stamp his case to surpass Michael Jordan, I think. Obviously, MJ had his six rings, yeah, but were they the only six finals runs that he had? So, yeah. yeah. It was MJ? So, yeah. They could have, they could have won eight. If That's what Michael I mean, though. Retire. Michael retired, went and played baseball, came back. But I think, in yeah. terms of longevity and success over a long period of time, LeBron just had it. He's just been the best player in the world for close to two decades. Mm, I get you. When we come back, we are gonna take our take on. Houston, we have a problem as James Harden does not want to, as James Harden will wants to compete with another team as we take this short break when we come back. Welcome back to the podcast. We move on from our first segment as we move on to Houston. We have a problem. So, former MV- 
MVP James Harden hit the NBA news this week as the eight-time All-Star is unmoved and uninterested in playing with Wall and Boogie and still wants out of Houston. On the other side, the Nets won't trade Curry for Harden and the Sixers are not looking to trade Embiid, Simmons or Embiid, reports say via Woj and Shelburne. So my question for you guys, what happens now with Harden? Should Houston move on from Harden? I think I think that um, for this season going ahead, I believe that the answer is no. I think that um, Harden has has spoken like spoken his opinion, uh, but you know, obviously teams aren't aren't really interested at the moment in him, even though you know he's he's a uh, well he's the reigning NBA, uh, NBA leading uh, score scoring leader. Uh, I feel that once the season starts, I think that. Yeah, Harden's going to put all the distractions away uh, aside, and he's just going to keep playing basketball. Especially, you know, with these new, with these uh new play new Rockets with John Wall, and then and Boogie Cousins coming back healthy. You know, I think Harden's going to be happy, um, like getting back into the basketball. I think that you know he might even just walk away with another scoring uh championship uh, scoring title. But yeah, so. Yeah, I'm the same. I think it'd be stupid for, for Houston to get rid of James Harden, period. Like, not even this year, but obviously more indication on this year. But um, I guess all the drama that's been put in the media, yeah. Like, teams don't want to trade for James Harden. Like, from my point of view, for Philadelphia, right, the biggest news is Harden for Simmons and three first-round picks. I think I won't work. I, I think it's complete bogus, if you ask me. Um, like, Philadelphia's committed to Simmons and MB. They've surrounded them with shooters. And so they can play alongside each other. Everyone's saying they can't uh, play together. They need to trade one of them. But they've surrounded them with the right pieces. Obviously, last season didn't work. Trying to be that bully ball team. Um, the midgets. The midgets. Uh, well, not the midget, like, but this year yes, just they just traded the They were midgets, Luke. You see, you saw what they happened. To I mean, midgets. Our shortest player was like you, six, seven, bro. You have PJ Tucker defending AD. How are you supposed bro, to? I'm talking about Philadelphia, bro, not, not Houston. Oh. But yeah, there's a big comparison, though. Like, yeah. Houston and Philly. Philly was the big team. Houston was that small ball team. But yeah, I think. It'd be dumb to trade James Harden. I think John Wall's come back. He's looked pretty good in preseason. And you got a guy like Boogie coming back healthy. His last good season was when he was in uh, New Orleans and then Sacramento. But I think he's going to have a good season. And Christian Wood as well. And they've still got similar players from last season. Houston, I think James Harden is integral to that team moving forward if they want any sort of success. I know he doesn't want to play with them. But like Lynn said, once the season starts, I think... Chemistry will start to build, and his dramatic antics will just be thrown out the window, in my my opinion. I don't think Houston should move on from Harden, but I'm just going to say this. I don't know what's wrong with Harden. I know he he's unmotivated right now for, for I don't know if I'm specific reasons, but he he's a great offensive player. For for him to say he's on moving, uninterested, that's on him. 
I know people will say to me, how's that on him? You saw what happened. Okay, let's, let's take this step by step. When Harden was with, when Harden had Kevin McHale as the coach and Harden had Dwight Howard in Houston, they, they reached the conference finals with a similar team a few, like last season, a season ago. But after the season, after that season, they fired Kevin McHale. And that reason was because of Harden, Harden's attitude. They fired, he got another coach fired from JV Bickerstaff because of his attitude. And now they got Mike D'Antoni, who just resigned, who went to Brooklyn because of his attitude. And I'm not saying that that's a factor. He's, he's one of the best offensive players in today's game. He shouldn't be unmotivated and unmoved. He's got the right pieces with him, with John Wall, Marcus Cousins, Christian Wood, Eric Gordon. What more does he want? I mean, this is a similar situation like a few years ago, three years ago. This is a similar situation. Three years ago, when LeBron James was in Cleveland in 2017, Charles Barkley called out LeBron and I'll read this statement. Charles Barkley said it was about the comments that LeBron made on the Cavs GM three years ago. Inappropriate, whiny, all of the above. The Cleveland Cavaliers, they have given him everything he wanted. They have the highest payroll in NBA history. He wanted J.R. Smith last summer. They paid him. He wanted him on Shumpert last summer. They brought in Carl Korver. He's the plus player in the world. Does he want all the good players? He don't want to compete. He's an amazing player. They are the defending champs. This is when they won the championships after their historical 3-1 comeback against the Golden State. So this is similar to Harden. My question is, does he, does he want all the good players? Does he not want to compete? Because you got to remember, Harden's a former MVP. We've seen him compete. When he wants to, does he really want all the good players? It would be nice if you don't think we want all the good. He does we want all the good players. I, I I bet you right now, like a Devin Booker or a, let's say a Carl Anthony Town would appreciate having those good players. But Harden is a former MVP. Demarcus Cousins was an All Star before he got injured. John Wall was an All Star before he got injured. So you can't. Say to me, Harden is unmotivated and uninterested just because of this the past season. I think that's on James Harden's attitude, really, not not the Houston front office. Yeah, I think attitude's a big problem. Like you mentioned it then, like you've got decent players around you that can perform to high levels as long as they stay healthy on the court, and you add a scoring champion in James Harden. He's one of the best scorers in NBA history, period. But, yeah, I guess the attitude problem, like, why wouldn't you want to play with him? I think Houston's made some solid moves to improve this team. So, I guess, it's, I, I guess it's all on him. So It's him. It's him. It's him. Every, I don't know with him. It's um, He's got to fix that attitude. 
if this doesn't work out, I think Houston has to make that move. I, I'm I'm saying that's a big take, but if his attitude doesn't improve, I think it might be time to move on from Harden. Do you think he stays out the season? He sits out the season. No, do you think he stays out the season? As in, he's, do you think he'll play the full season with Houston this year? Like I said, if his attitude doesn't improve, they maybe not. Maybe they have to check, move on from him. If he, if it does improve, and Harden does realize and says, "Look, I know my attitude hasn't been the same." And he goes up to the front office and says, "It's my fault. I'm sorry. I, I'm should I should be a leader of the team. I should help these guys out. And I need to improve my attitude." And he realizes he realizes he's wrong. Then, yeah, Harden will stay with the team. What, that's if his attitude improves. Um, yeah, so I think when you talk about attitude, I think that um, like with James Harden, I feel like whether he changes his attitude or not, whether he sees the season out, I, I still think he'll walk away with a, a scoring title. They'll make four in a row, I'm pretty sure. Um, but but does that mean that Houston will be a success? Will they make? The finals will make that. Will they, will they win a championship or not? Like I still think that it's up to Harden. I think that a lot of people don't believe that Houston will be a success. So I think it's just, and then Harden believes that he doesn't, that the that the Rockets won't be a success. I think that it is his attitude, and he has to change it. No matter, you know, if he's if he's scoring thirty five, and they still lose, consistent, and and still losing, I think that, you know. It's up to him. He has to, he has to be the leader and step up and and lead the team to you know a finals run instead of just being selfish. I feel, you know, whether he does it or not, he's still going to walk away with the scoring title. Yeah, but it's you know it's just the attitude and how he how he how he impacts other players on the team. Yeah, I guess it's similar no. to Russell Westbrook in OKC. Um, I think. Attitude was a big problem, I think. Obviously, he wanted to be that star, and they tried to put pieces around him, but I guess eventually they went into rebuild mode. But, yeah, moving forward, I think yeah, James Harden has to have a good look at himself and what he wants to do with his NBA career. Yeah, so as a special guest, I just I thought of a new segment, Big Three. So this is a, a segment with where each podcast uh, will talk about um, our top three of different ideas. So, um, but for our inaugural um, inaugural Big Three, we're going to have two different topics. So we're going to start off with our top three 2021 NBA City jerseys. So does anyone want to go first? John? I vote Luke. No, mate, you can, you can go first. No, you've been frothing on the Philly jerseys lately. Oh, yeah. I like Obviously, obviously you're going to draw towards your own team naturally. Um, obviously, having City, Philly, the harbour there on the front, if you look real closely, um, 
on the jersey, you can see TTP, obviously. And a quick nod to Sam Hinkie and the Trust the Process era in Philadelphia. Um, obviously, I try not to be biased in this podcast, but it's hard sometimes when you get a draw to your own team. Um, I think another one that I really liked was Miami. Um, they're blue and pink colors there. I think it's real vibrant and I guess relevant to their, I guess the party and upbeat nature of the city of Miami. Um, I think another one that I really like was the Phoenix Suns. I guess I like the color scheme they got there. Um, it's real eye-catching for me. And obviously, we've seen a few teams have, I guess, a certain phrase on their jersey recently, like with the city jerseys, obviously, the land, I guess, the town. Um, the bay, yeah. The bay, yeah. So, And Phoenix has gone with the valley, obviously. I guess mm. it suits their right. city. So, yeah. Those are my, right. those are my top three, yeah. Right. Yeah, nice. My top three. I can't go. I can't say it, but Brooklyn has a very nice jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to Brooklyn. Uh, really like their jersey. I mean, yeah, the jerseys are just spot on. Even the courts, if if nobody has seen it, check it out. Um. The Lakers, I really like the jerseys. Going back to the olden days with Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, all all those guys. And my third one would be Phoenix. I like that Phoenix jersey. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, for mine, um, as you, as you guys obviously established, you, you kind of gravitate to your to the teams that you like. Um so for number three, I've got uh Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, um you know, I love the black, and I love how they still um, outline and show the, you know, the the old the old blue, the 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 teal, representing the Vancouver Grizzlies, and you know, and then the yellow accent. It like it all kind of bolts at me. Yeah, you know, I love I like I like those Grizzlies jerseys, and then uh, for for the second one, you know, um, for number two, yeah, I've got Chicago Bulls. Um, I just love the black. And then and then the gold and the red the just just all just stands out, all just kind of pops. Um, yeah, I, I, I like those jerseys a lot. Mm. And then uh, yeah, for me number number one, yeah, a lot of people like this Miami Heat jersey. Um, you know, it's, uh, I think it's like the fifth, um, the fifth making of the 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 Miami Vice jerseys. Mm. And then they kind of you know they had the white black, uh, the the blue and the pink. All different jerseys, but then the the last one they've they've kind of all put it together, and you know it kind of it all just kind of sums up that Miami Vice, uh, you know that party, yeah. that party style, that party lifestyle, mm. you know, and, and yeah, it just looks just looks heaps good. I reckon yeah. that's the best the best jersey of this year's city jerseys. Mm. Yeah, good. yeah well, nice. I wouldn't go against that. that that's a nice yeah. take on the jerseys. Yeah, basketball films. I've got yeah. a lot of basketball well, films. Yeah, I'll go so first. Anyway. I'll go yeah. first. No, in no particular order. Um, yeah, okay. 
Space Jam. I've pre- I'm pretty sure everyone has watched Space Jam when they were younger. Obviously, Michael Jordan, the star of the movie, and Looney Tunes. You can't go against it. That's that's like a iconic kind of kids iconic movie. Film, yeah. Number two, and um, no, sorry, not particularly like to say. Um, Coach Carter. <laughs> just, just because it's like really inspirational. Just, inspirational how a coach influenced like his players not to be successful on the court, but also outside of life, and that's just really a movie to watch and my other one Uncle Drew I'm, I'm not I'm not sure if y'all watch Uncle Drew has anyone watched Uncle Drew yeah yeah no yeah. I haven't got seen that one yet it's online if you want to watch it yeah great movie it's pretty it's pretty funny considering yeah it's just a great movie in general yeah nice so who's next Oh, I'll go next. Um, again, no particular order. Um, obviously, you can't go past Space Jam. Like John said, it's iconic uh, kids movie. Uh, my next one is White Man Can't Jump with Woody Harrelson. It's a funny movie. Like I've never seen it. You've never seen it. You're missing out, man. Wow. Yeah, where's this, this, great where's movie. this nice, nice, funny actor? Um, along with Woody Harrelson. They just form a nice little one-two punch throughout the movie, and it's something you got to watch. And number three, I think it's underrated a bit. Uh, like Mike, I think... I was about to say, is no one going to mention Like Mike? Yeah, I think Like Mike's a good kids movie with basketball, obviously, inspiring kids to, like, to chase their dreams sort of thing. And, oh, wow. I mean, it's it seems un- it's unrealistic with the magic shoes, but... Um, I really wish that happened in real life. Oh, obviously, you take the skills <laughs> of any NBA player. I'll take the skills <laughs> of um, LeBron James and just swap it. <laughs> I'll take Kwame Brown skills. Kwame Brown. <laughs> John, you already got Kwame Brown skills, bro. That's you. Me? Yes. No, no I'm better than Bobo. Oh, whatever. Whatever you say. We all live in a, we all live in a small world. Riley Lynn's finishes off. Yeah, yeah, right. So yeah, he's had some some good picks. Uh, um, but yeah, so like, there's obviously so many good basketball movies. Yeah, you know, we're talking, um, you know, even down the semi pro, which is a classic. But um, you know, with Will Ferrell. But uh, you know, I've kind of gone to like kind of the serious movies. Uh, I've, at number three, I've got Love and Basketball, which is just a a heaps of good movie about these these two basketball players, and they're just kind of. You know, um, you know, shutting everyone down, saying like this girl wants to be the first player in the NBA, and and she and she, she goes crazy in the movie. She's a beast, and then um, it's a great movie to watch. You know, um, also a good love story as well. Obviously, in the title, that was, if you haven't seen it, get to watching it. That good was, movie. That with Queen Latifah. No, 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 no. It's um. I'm uh, thinking of something else. <laughs> yeah, probably something else. Yeah. Ips, um, and Sahan Lathan, or yeah, whatever her name is. Yeah. But then, yeah, so number two, I've got a probably, you know, another, another, uh, yeah, so I've got He Got Game, which is a Spike Lee joint. If you haven't seen this movie, you've got to watch it if you like basketball and you oh, like yeah. basketball movies. So, yeah, this is, this has got, um, 
uh, Ray Allen, and he's starring in Jesus Shuttlesworth. Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's playing <laughs> Jesus Shuttlesworth. You have to watch this movie if you haven't watched it. And then you got Denzel Washington. You know, just a great actor. You put Denzel Washington and basketball movies. That's just two of my favorite things. Um, so yeah, that's just something that you have to watch. And then for number one, I've got to go back to the stars. You know, you got Space Jam. This kind of sums up everything. You know, you got Michael Jordan playing with Bugs Bunny. Yeah, you just have, yeah. That's just doesn't get better than that, does it? No, it really doesn't. That's that's obviously my number one. Yeah. Well, speaking of Space Jam, when's <laughs> when's number two coming out? I think obviously with the pandemic, a lot of movies got pushed back. But I think uh, it's sometime. I think it's next year they release it. Uh, obviously, yeah. LeBron's going to be the star. Whose yeah. talent's going to be stolen? That's what I want to know. Who's... Well, I'm not too sure about the talent, but they do have um ads in it. That yeah, they do have the 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 cast. Yeah, so, I'm, I pre- think so. I'm pretty sure there's like some WNBA players, so that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, so um, I think it'd be a good movie. I'm just waiting for it to come out. I'll go watch it. Yeah, uh, so I know. Yeah, so the players here that they have on here, they've got Anthony Davis, Daniel Lillard. And Chris Paul, along with you know LeBron, and then also a WNBA player, NBA player. So yeah, so I'm not too sure what's going to happen. I thought Kyrie's on there. And yeah, yeah it, I'm not too sure. Who wants to steal Kyrie's talents? I don't want his attitude. <laughs> you, bro, you have to talk to the media. If you, you have to talk. To <laughs> you steal I've his talents. You steal Kyrie's talents, and you get his attitude. Mm. Oh, no, I don't want that. He's <laughs> uh, like. The earth is flat. My coaches, we don't really have a coach. <laughs> well, we're wrapping up this podcast. Uh, appreciate you all have yeah. doing this Ballers podcast. That's another another episode of the Ballers podcast. Um, Luke, you want to say our Instagram page? Yeah, just another shout out to the Instagram page. Go follow us. Go like the page. Bottomless underscore. Buckets, shout it out. Get the word out about the podcast. We're always looking to grow. Or you can follow us on our Instagram. That's what what I just said. Personal, idiot. Personal Instagrams if you want. No. Nah. Stuff that. No, No, we're just kidding. Anyways, this has been your boy, John. It's been Luke. Uh, your guest, uh, Lindsay Monroe. Thanks for having me. And yeah, we're we gonna see you hope in the you... next one, Linz. Yeah, hope so. He's, Thanks for having me. Having the... He's full. That's nice discussion. He's full time, isn't he? He's full time now. Yeah, he's yeah, full time. We're, so we're gonna yeah. make an executive decision now. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Luke. Got to wait for that contract. Oh, it's at the door, by the way. It's a ten ten day oh, contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ten day. All right. Yeah, one a ten day. All right. All right, guys. Peace.